1: That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to a preseason clip cast. I'm your host and I'm back. Stronger, better than ever. Chris co with me as always. Burbank Hank, everybody.
2: Well, I have to tell you, we're going to go into some very deep analysis of the box scores. No. Uh, no. No, we're not. no, we're not. We're not going to do that.
1: Classic Zubank. <laughs> I'd like to go into the deep analysis of the Adelaide 36ers beating the Phoenix Suns. We're gonna, listen, Phoenix. we're, we're going to get immediately...
2: <laughs> We're going to get immediately to the most important thing, which is... It
1: was two big takeaways.
2: Kawhi Leonard just played his first game of basketball in almost 500 days. It's been 476 days since he played NBA basketball. Wow. He played it tonight. He did not get re-injured. He went one of one for three, and I'm very happy with his 11 points and four rebounds. Very happy. Incredibly happy. He looked great.
1: Perfect from the three-point line. Perfect from the charity stripe. I like 23 points in 16 minutes for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, that one-two punch. But yes, Kawhi's return is the big story. And then, of course, the second big story, just as big, if not as big, certainly the same size bigness John Wall in his Clipper debut.
2: Yeah, John looked nice too. He looked nice. I mean, like everyone looked rusty. Very, very rusty. Sure. No one sure, is, sure, sure. No one is rusty as Norman Powell, who went one of eleven. But it's a, Yikes. It's a little, But whatever. It's their first game against an NBA NBA opponent. And let's please keep in mind that in the last... Norm, Norm Powell only played 5 games with us before he went down injured. But let's really keep in mind that in, that in the previous season of NBA basketball, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard and John Wall played a combined 31 games and they were all played by Paul George. Off. Oh, they were all Paul. <laughs> they were all, they were Paul all George. Paul. So so I mean, And honestly John Wall would have had plays. more
1: assists. John Wall would have had more assists if not for those rust flakes because he had some good dimes. The guys just weren't knocking him down.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. But it was fun to watch. And it was nice to watch our our second unit fight back and win that game with a big 31-point fourth quarter. Really exciting. Really exciting.
1: Yeah, and and look, our starters and our studs played the first half and dominated the first half. We had a double-digit lead basically the entire time our studs were out there. And then you get the young guys out there led by Amir Coffee, and they finish the job
2: and they win the game. It was actually a really fun game. Yeah, I mean, our starters, I want to say, averaged around 15 and a half minutes as a whole. That's not nothing for a preseason game. Kawhi Leonard, his first game back, 16 minutes. That's not nothing. Uh, so right. you know, I'm, 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 I I'm, liked it. I liked it. And I'm also very curious curious.
1: Oh, nuts. <laughs> I'm confident Bonifant that I don't like these.
2: <laughs> Uh, I'm very curious about Moses Sharif Lamar Brown. I'm very curious about him. See,
1: I thought tonight Moose Diabetes Diabate far more impressed oh, me oh my gosh. than Moses Brown. For did. sure. For far sure. more.
2: For sure. But I mean Moses Brown went 14 points, 13 rebounds last game. I mean, I understand. I don't
1: know. That that's oh, you're talking about versus Israel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You're talking about versus Maccabi.
2: Well. Wow. Still, stats.
1: They were. I literally, according to <laughs> Wikipedia, they're a second tier
2: Israeli basketball team. Oh no, they're not even the top oh, tier no. of Israel basketball. Well, then I don't know. So I don't. I don't know really what I'm saying. Include I, I the like him seven foot two. But you like Musa better. I, I, You're happy with Musa? I, with
1: Musa. I, oh, way much better. I
2: I think Moses way Brown, much the thi- wait, the thing
1: Way I much like, better. Way much better. The thing I like most about Moses Brown is his height, and that's literally about it. I like yeah. that he's seven two. He has not impressed me. Sure, he played well versus Maccabi. What's their nuts? But, but 11, in this game versus Portland, a, he was garbage Mo, tonight.
2: But Musa with 11 rebounds is nice. Really nice. Oh,
1: Diabetes. What, Moose Diabetes really impressed me. And I think, I mean, look, it's only one game. But I think that's your backup true big right there. And I opened my can in honor of Moose Diabetes tonight. He was my Hank Dittman player of the game yeah you know it's hard for me to give my Hank Dittman player of the game to Moose Diabetes and not Amir Coffey who also was a great hero for us in the second half and won us that ball game of course
2: I think the best of the stars and studs was Paul George oh my gosh yes someone somebody asked me last week do you like Paul George like don't you and and they they really, they I, I'm not kidding. So like, he's, he's. Do you like puppy dogs in sunshine? So, and it and it was like they they really thought I. It felt so much like they thought they were so sure I was going to say yeah, not really. And he was like this guy was like, "Ah, oh, so overrated. He's never dead." And I'm like, "You're you're absolutely bananas. Casual. You're casual. actually bananas. Casual, 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 casual NBA fan. He's good. He's always been good." He, eh,
1: now, this is real. You might actually appreciate this. That fan is casual like rasual Oh, I do Butler. Like that. Real person. Butler. I do like that. Real person, not like made that. up like these aunts and uncles from Houston that you just keep plucking out of the aunts and uncles tree.
2: Oh, well, I'm offended Joe Mended. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get, you know, you know, actually, I'm actually going to give Zubots my Hanks player of the game. I thought that. Oh, I thought that the Croatian Zubat, sensation! I thought that Zubac showed us some things. It see, it was almost as if he was addressing the clipcast list of grievances um, about his play and showing the work that he's done in the off mm. I thought that his his offense in the paint looked great, uh, and I thought that four for five. I th- uh, yes, and I thought he had. He had one time where he got the ball and dunked without putting it on the floor, which is our big knock on him. It's our Chris Kaman. Yes, it's our Chris Kaman knock. Don't put Just the ball. Just put on the, the floor. ball up, Just and dunk he got it. the ball and Just immediately turned around and dunked it. There was also one, one step. I saw it. There was also a one. Uh, that, that now that no, I'm talking about one where he didn't even take a step. He turned and dunked. But yes, also Love. off of that Paul George dime with the one yes. step that leap, laser bounce leap pass. from like the free throw free throw line. Uh, oh, so beautiful! Was amazing. Was amazing. His I, only miss was that blade. shot he
1: put up from beyond the free throw line, where he just found himself wide open. And was like, me shoot,
2: Hank? Yeah, I just shot, and I said, "You do, you yes, shoot, sir." Uh, but I thought, I thought that Zula looked great, and he's my Hank's player of the game. I mean, obviously, we're just so glad Kawhi Leonard is back and played the game. There was, I just was holding my breath every time Kawhi did that NBA player thing and sort of bent over and grabbed his shorts at the knees and was sort of resting. Just like, please don't grab it your Well, leg. you do see, please you do know, of course, it. we haven't
1: mentioned, we haven't mentioned that one of our guys did roll his ankle, but I just think they're being so preventative and so cautious, and I don't think it's a big deal, but do we dare even speak its name? Luke Kennard apparently twisted his ankle tonight.
2: Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we...
1: Shot perfectly one for one from three, but he's he's been lights out. He has barely missed oh my gosh he was it's all great. been town. he was great
2: previously he was great in previous yes. games and uh it, yes it's just resting him our team is so ridiculously deep and that that really caught me off guard at times when we were watching the second u- unit I just kept thinking this is a starting five on a handful of the teams in the league Like well we didn't
1: I, have Terrence Mann we didn't have Jason Preston that was Those were DNP's coach's decision. We didn't have Marcus Morris. Congratulations. Marcus Morris just had a brand-new bouncing sure baby. Did, I'm not sure if it's a boy or a girl, but he had a baby him. happy for Mookie. We know he loves his kids. They're keeping him in shape. He's 10 pounds lighter, chasing him around Floridian houses. So we didn't have – We I really wanted to see Terrence Mann, but I guess I'm just going to have to wait. And here's something else that we learned, that John Wall will be the starting point guard next preseason game. And here's something else – that I've learned and that I'd like to share with you, Hank. The starting five, four are locked in. Do you want to know who those four are? Would you like to take a guess? Or do you want
2: me to tell you? Uh well, it's gotta be Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Ivica Zubots. They're locked in. Three out of four. Oh boy. Is it Batum? Uh, 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 no, it's
1: Marcus Mook Morris. Oh, so we Is called it our fourth it. locked in. Of the starting five, and the only position that is still not cemented, according to Coach Ty Lue today, is the point guard position. He doesn't know if it's going to be John Wall. He doesn't know if it's going to be Reggie Jackson. Hank, I test tonight alone. I know it was just one half of basketball. Who would you start out of John Wall and Reggie Jackson based on tonight? Not based on the media day. Not based on what you're bringing in. Yeah. Just based on the game today.
2: Uh, I, I think that I would start Wall, but it's not because Wall was better. Uh, I, I thought that Reggie was better. I thought that Reggie was great tonight. I still think Reggie's energy coming off the bench for the second unit is key. Uh, John Wall is going to have to get used to with this Clippers team, no matter which unit he plays with. And certainly with the, if he is a starter, he's going to have to get used to not bringing the ball up the court on every possession. And I, there was one notable moment where he took the ball out, and I thought, oh, here he goes. He's taking the ball, and we're going to see what happens when he gets going. Although it was... It was not in transition, but he's bringing it across the court and in ISO, just taking his time and dribbling. And and so I don't I still don't feel like I've seen what I want to see and what I think I will love about Wall. But I think I think that Reggie, who creates his own situation constantly, is not necessary in the starting five. I think that shot of energy. Yes. But I think Reggie was better. So I want to be clear. I'll tell you what this is lineup, not a situation really. where I'm saying Wall should be the starter because he's better. I think Reggie was better, but I I would still be considering starting Wall because it's, Reggie uh, it was is weird so good. Off I the think bench.
1: Reggie has Reggie had that great energy. He's obviously got more chemistry with the guys. He didn't shoot particularly well, and no, nobody he did. didn't have as many assists as John Wall. But I think my favorite lineup of the night that I saw was Nicholas Batum, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Reggie Jackson, and John Wall. Yeah, it was nice. They it was I nice. I loved seeing them on the floor together. And I think we're gonna see a lot of that this season.
2: I think so too. I I I also enjoyed that lineup. And I think that's when John Wall had this moment where he was he brought the ball out and took it across the and I just was like, uh oh, okay. You know, get out there and get a, get the plays going. But also he's literally been practicing with the team for a week. You know what I right. mean? So uh, I'm I'm not discouraged. I wasn't looking for too much. I think guys. I'm excited
1: are... to see him start next game. I'm very excited to see him. I am. Him as, start. I'm.
2: I'm definitely very furious. A lot of people around town are saying, "Oh, it's Burbank furious over there." He's he's checking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one around town is saying anything like. Oh, this. now you're
2: making me fu- now you're making me furious. <laughs> furious. <laughs> oh, I, I prefer that. His twin brother. I prefer that. His twin brother is furious. Furious. <laughs>
1: Yes, identical twins. Uh, it out felt of Houston, so. It apparently. felt so
2: good to be watching the Clippers. It felt especially good to be watching Paul George with Kawhi Leonard together. It's great to see what Zubats is doing. He definitely looks lighter and leaner and very strong. Um, man, Coffee's put some muscle on. Holy cow! He looked great.
1: He looked absolutely great, and he and he certainly won it for us tonight with that three late that basically put it out of reach. For opposition, he also had a defensive breakup that really stopped their momentum leading into that three. So Amir Coffee and Moose Dia Moose Diabetes and Amir Coffee, Coffee and Diabetes going great together. Put all that Zevia or that not n- that near sugar in your coffee if you're diabetic, and there you go for the bench. We obviously didn't see the full bench. I really need to see Jason Preston, not in street clothes. I really want to see, obviously, Terrence Mann. You know that he's my Terrence Man crush. I love T-Man. I love that he's ours. I love that the Clippers believe in that guy so much, and they're putting him out there as the face of the Clippers, the face of the future of the Clippers. And then, of course, I'm just absolutely thrilled. Toast Malone tweeted out, I feel like I could run through a brick wall, and I totally agree with that. Because seeing Kawhi Leonard, who didn't shoot particularly well, but still just dominating, just absolutely dominating out there with Paul George, it just made me feel great to be a Clipper fan and just get raring to go and ready for the season. I can't wait for Sunday night, our next preseason game, the only one we've got at Staples Center, nay, crypto.com arena. That's it, that's all we get. And then it's in Anaheim after that.
2: Fine by me. I-
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. There shouldn't be any preseason games. Let's be honest. There should be one exhibition well, we clearly and then need one fun one.
2: We clearly need them. We clearly need these games to get our Fair legs enough. underneath us and to get in shape. But we are so ridiculous deep, man. I mean, really deep. It, it just was It just was exciting. I, 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 think, I think I got some extra PTSD last season when we finally got Paul George back, and then he tested positive for COVID, and so he couldn't play. In our elimination game. And so I just, I really, I sat down to watch this game and I really tried to manage my expectations. And I, 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 by the way, if you didn't watch the game, it helped that we were in Seattle in the Seattle Supersonics uh, arena and Ballmer came out and did an introductory speech. About his, I hometown. wouldn't call that a speech. Oh my gosh, it was a. wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call mind. that speech. He lost his mind. <laughs> he was having
1: a moment. He was having a moment, screaming but, at the top but of but his also, lungs. But
2: also, but also, Sean Kemp, Detlef Schrempf. Uh, Gary Payton, like classic sure. famous Seattle Supersonics players were there. J- Jamal Crawford was courtside, son of Seattle. Former Clipper the, great. The, the only person born in the city points. of Seattle, or the most person, yeah. The only person in, who was ever born in Seattle to play in the NBA. That can't be right.
1: No, 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 no. no. He had the most, most points, points of, of any, any Seattle born, born Seattle, player ever. That's
2: what it is. That's what it is. Yes. Uh, so it so it was exciting. And you just know that we talked about this last podcast. And we've talked about it many episodes, how much the city of Seattle needs to have a team. It's a crime. They don't have a team. Um, right. Well, there are these rumors that Vegas and Seattle are getting a team. I know. I
1: know. But Seaman and also, Seaman also mean... said in the
2: broadcast, "There's no, there's nothing in the water right now. No one's
1: hearing anything. Right. No, it's all just smoke right now and just... The rumor mill churning. All right, so let's go back to tonight's game real quick. I want to talk a little bit about Moose Diabate, who had 11 rebounds, leading all Clippers in rebounds without looking. Hank, don't look at the box score. Who had the second most rebounds tonight in the win, wire to wire versus Portland?
2: Oh, I I know. Oh, I know it. I know for a fact. That Kawhi Leonard and Paul George combined for the same number of rebounds as Diabate. I know that for a fact.
1: Oh, that is you're absolutely accurate Uh, with that call. Who
2: is the four and who is the seven?
1: Oh wow, the guy knows his
2: numbers. Uh oh, why did I wish I'd kept the page open so I could cheat? It's gotta be Paul George. It's gotta be Paul George. All right, yes, Paul George, yes. absolutely. Paul
1: George, by the way, I don't think I don't think he had a, a I didn't think he had a, a single rust flake on him at all. Fluid, flying, fabulous. He had this amazing layup, un just didn't look like it was going in. Circus shot layup. All of a sudden, flings himself out of bounds, lands basically in Steve Ballmer's lap. I tweeted it out at LA Clipcast. Paul George and Steve Ballmer, you love to see it. You love to see the chemistry in there. Steve Ballmer, basically, and him shared this great moment in the game. But Paul George, I think, looked absolutely the best of our stars.
2: And oh my studs. gosh! Not a yes. Single rust hey flick. man, if you can get on, if you can get twelve points and seven rebounds on sixteen minutes of play, if you can get two assists and one steal to only one turnover, you're going to take it any night. You're going to take it oh, any absolutely. night. He, he looked great. I I, You know how I feel about Paul George. I love him.
1: Well, you gave Zubats your Hank Dittman player of the game. I know I did. I did. I don't know what to say. I know I you've got that box score in front of you, but turn your head away from it. I'm going to oh, ask you, who me do you, think who do you think led the plus minus of all the Clippers tonight? Who was the top dog in plus minus?
2: Oh, that has to be Paul George. Has to be.
1: It's an imperfect stat, but I think it was perfectly accurate tonight. Led everybody with plus 16. The starters looked great. The studs looked really good. Yes, like you said, there was Rust Flakes. Yes, it was a great night in Seattle, a special night for that city. They call it the Emerald City. Probably, likely getting an NBA expansion team in the next decade or less. And I'm just going to remind you, if you know anyone, That likes the Oklahoma City Thunder and is not from Oklahoma. That's not a good person. That's a bad person. You shouldn't like that person.
2: person.
1: It's a bad person. (laughs) I mean, tell me I'm wrong. What about you jerks that like the Thunder? You're not wrong.
0: You're not. The crowd
1: often was chanting Super Sonics during the game, and there was the most Sonics gear by far, second most Clippers gear, and a distant third, the Pacific Northwest jerks the trailblazers. They didn't look particularly good tonight. I don't think they're going to be very good. Oh,
2: I, hold, now hold on. Now, hold on one second, buddy. Let's take our Homer caps off for a second. Dame Lillard did go five of 13.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're going to stink. They are going to stink. They're going to stink. I think Siemens, I think, Siemens,
2: they're
1: gonna I think Siemens, I think Siemens taking some of uh, the cough medicine because he keeps saying how stacked the West is. And you know me, I just, blatantly disagree with this well, i don't they, think the west is well, deep at all i think
2: there's going to be some teams that i i think there's going to be some teams that surprise you if we go back to media day i still think that new orleans can be good i i i do i do i think they might be they might be a surprise
1: well that's what seaman said seaman oh, well, said you that's go. a surprise pick in the west there you
2: I, go i mean i think they could be couldn't good disagree more but, but, but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't change just because there's not 12 great teams in the west doesn't change the fact that there are a lot of great teams in the West. The Suns are, well, the Suns.
1: See, now there you Oh, the Suns. And and we
2: said last time on the
1: show, we just both agreed, oh, they're guaranteed top six. I know, but now I don't— Man, we may have been dead wrong about that, Hank. Well, I
2: wish I could remember who—
1: I know it's just one preseason game. I
2: wish I could remember who it was that tweeted out that the— Suns media day felt like a funeral, that it was very d- somber. And that's not what Clippers media day was like. And DeAndre No, Aiton, it was a party. They, inter- they interviewed DeAndre Ayton before their media day. Uh, and he said that he hadn't spoken to the coach all summer. I mean, it just se- seems like there's dysfunction, but you and I were texting this today. I don't know why I didn't connect this. Um, it, in the midst of the awful story about the owner of the Suns and his- Robert deep bigotry Zachary or something. Um, it, right. I don't know why it didn't click for me sooner that poor Chris Paul, it, 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 here he is again with another bigot owner scandal and how effing tired he must be. Like, it's so well, intense. He had, the Sterling. Man. Yeah, he had exactly. the Sterling
1: incident. Exactly. He had the Sacre incident. And then let's not forget he came from New Orleans. They were so busted up. The NBA was the owner. But I don't, the NBA took over But I don't
2: that think team. that their scandal was an owner- using the N-word. I mean, like...
1: No, no, but their scandal was that their owner was human garbage and the team was in complete disarray. Oh, really? Like, that guy
2: sucked. So oh, my God. The NBA had to take
1: owner. over. Oh, just, they, could you imagine really owning an him. NBA team? Could you Constantly. Imagine I, an NBA I imagine team? it all the time. But imagine owning an NBA team and, and then not being able to sell it. Wait, is That's that... That's essentially what happened in New Orleans oh, back in the day and the NBA had to, had to it scoop it in... And take over. Yeah, dude. That is it's such a it was a complete nightmare. So yeah, Chris Paul is brief stint I feel in for OKC him. I feel for and him. Houston. I don't know, man. I you know, look, I I was the biggest Chris Paul apologist when he was on the team not getting us past the second round. But as soon as he left the squad and as soon as he tried that hallway nonsense, I have been throwing him under the if you will, Genie Bus, because I just don't like the guy. He was no fun in the locker room. Guys didn't respond. The one time he leads his team to the finals, they really just had the luck of the Irish when it came to facing teams with key injuries. I just there's something about him. He just he's not the guy. And then and then as soon as he leaves, you see Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams take over the team. And meanwhile, these guys are the nicest guys on planet Earth. Jamal Crawford, obviously, before that, nicest guy on planet Earth. And then you see these guys want to play. The the team wants to rally behind Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I saw, with my own eyes, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. I saw them not really want to rally behind Chris Paul and get kind of sick of him. Now, granted, DeAndre and Blake, like we said on the last show, were a bit spoiled. But... Chris Paul wasn't helping the matter in any way. So I, I'm not a big fan of Chris Paul. And I, I, th- you know, I think that's one thing also that uh, I, I know I said I disagree with Brian Seaman, but I think Brian Seaman agrees with me where Chris Paul, th- th- it's over for Chris Paul. That, that, the, his, his best years are definitely in the rear view, and I think he's being exposed right now, and I think this season he will be exposed. Patrick Beverly said a mouthful when he went on first take or whatever he did and, and said guys call him Cone. Because he's just a a cone out there. Uh, He's got all these dirty tricks in his pocket. He plays Euro-style basketball. Yes, he was a great point guard. And yes, he will be in the Hall of Fame one day. But he does not have anything to show for it. And is it the pot calling the kettle black? The host of the longest-running Clippers podcast, maybe longest-running basketball podcast in Los Angeles, this big Clippers fan saying, oh, he, he has nothing to show for it. Well, wh- how dare you say that? What have you guys ever done? Well, A, I'm not a player. B, take it easy. I'm very sensitive and fragile. Wait, and did C, you just hurt your,
2: <laughs> did you just hypothetically hurt your own feelings and then ask, your, hey, and then ask yourself easy, to me. back off?
1: But this season... We have what we're going to show. We've ha- like we've got all the pieces. This is it. And, yeah, I'm going to be upset if we don't go all the way this year. But we're going all the way this year. And I just think Chris Paul's a sham. And Adelaide 36ers came in and showed us all what I
2: know. Buddy, I want to be really clear about this. In 20-plus years of being season ticket holders, I have never been more excited to talk trash to a fan base after beating them as I am, versus the Suns this season. I think that they oh, are going to take such a stumble this season. They're not going to be able to keep up with Golden State that is going who are going to be even better. They're not going to be able to keep up with us. There's multiple teams that are get, getting better and better, and they are not getting better. Denver, and on Dallas, top of that, right? they play with great obnoxious entitlement. And I personally mm. think that they're babies. I think that Devin Booker is a baby in and well, he was in a boy band. Did you know that he was
1: in a boy band? This is true. They, they, he somehow deleted all the footage. Oh, yeah. He was he in was a in, boy band he was called in, Pure in, Emotion. He was in
2: Instinct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is he was all the boys.
2: He cloned, he cloned himself.
1: did all different tracks, just him singing.
2: Uh, I really hope they get eliminated in the play-in. That would just be my dream. I loved that call.
1: You made that last week. And I know I keep quoting Toast Malone, at Mr. Green Genius, but he tweeted at us yesterday, all due respect to your predictions on the latest pod, but this Suns owner fallout is going to rot this team. They may back into the playoffs, but they are not one of the top four in the West anymore. Window closed. And then Brian Seaman and I were talking, and he also, like I said, thinks Chris Paul is a sham. So he thinks... Before thirty-seven, Chris Paul was the real deal. Thirty-seven and after, it's done. So I agree with Seams. I agree with Toast Malone at Mister Green Genius on Twitter. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna boot Phoenix out of my top six, Hank. They're gone. Oh, I'm not ready to
2: do it. I'm not ready to do it. I'll, okay.
1: I'm just but saying. i will I'll pick a, I'll, I'll maybe I'll slide Minnesota in there where I had them. I got my Clippers. I got the champs, the stupid dubs of Oakland, suburb, San Francisco, who I hate, the Northern California champ jerks, the Warriors. Those are your top two. I got Denver Nuggets, Dallas Mavericks. I got Minnesota Timberwolves. Who's going to go in
2: that sixth slot if it ain't Phoenix? New hmm, Orleans. New real Orleans. Think. New Orleans. But I do really think that you're right about the Timberwolves. I mean, you've got you got Cat, who's the <laughs> incredible he's a unicorn he's a true unicorn a big who sure. drains the three and now they've got isn't gobert went to the timberwolves right isn't that who whatever that is rudy rudy they, gobert they
1: got those two trees let's see how it works we're gonna see i them think it's sunday gonna
2: night. work i think it's gonna work and i do really look forward to seeing that seeing them and starting to figure out what teams are doing and what they're looking like but yeah we see them sunday we sure do I'll be
1: in the building. I can't wait. And then our final preseason game is in Anaheim, I believe, in Orange County, Wednesday, October 12th, versus the Denver Nuggets. So I don't think the Blazers are going to be a winning basketball team. Like I said, I think there's going to be six winning teams in the West. I think there's going to be seven through 10 that are hovering around 500. But I just don't think the West is as stacked As my good friend Brian Seaman says so often, I don't think the Wild Wild West days are there anymore, but I could be wrong. We'll find out this season long. The Clippers look great tonight. They've looked great in preseason. Obviously, our stars and studs didn't play all four quarters, but what we saw from them was commanding basketball, even with all the rust flakes, still had a double-digit lead for the majority of the time on the floor. The Clippers have yet to trail in this preseason. Let's keep it cooking. 82 and 0 is just around the corner. Obviously, we start October 20th on the road at Los Angeles. We have 3 games in 4 days, Hank. That's going to be a crazy 4 days. We're on the road at LA, day off, on the road at Sacramento. For the Kings, and then the very next day, night two of a back-to-back is the home opener versus the Phoenix Suns. So that's going to be a real eye-opener for our bold calls of they get tossed in the play-in, as you heard on this show
2: last week. Sacramento should be interesting. They, they the Lakers, had the lead every time I checked the score, and Sacramento oh. ended up winning by thirty. I was going to say, I don't, I don't. Really? Because
1: I kept I saw the b- score on the bottom of the ticker at one point in the third quarter, and it was seventy something Sacramento to fifty something. Well, Lakers. that's where so they, maybe they I was. O- I was
2: only watching in the first half, and in the first half, Aha, the Lakers
1: okay. had the lead uh, the entire game. I mean, I'm guessing it was with their stars, but I could give. Less than a rat's ass about
2: it. No, yeah, but we do have Sacramento coming up as an <laughs> opponent, so I'm curious.
1: No, absolutely, and we do have the L Word as coming up as an opponent. So yes, we should scout that game. I just can't
2: bring myself to ever watch L Word suck town Well, Kings. I would never <laughs> want you to watch a team lose, which you don't have to do because you watch the Clippers. Toot toot, toot it up. Toot toot. All we do we is do win. All we do is win on the win train. It's,
1: we really are, And and. So I'm going to be at that game. I'm going to try to grab some fun interviews with some fun Clipper personalities. So we should have an episode up next week. And then, of course, we are only a couple weeks away from tip-off. Battle of L.A. opening night on the road at Crypto.com. Can not wait. We're either going to watch the game together and Clipcast immediately after, or we're going to watch the game separately and Clipcast immediately after.
2: Oh, After either way. Be tonight. You're about the season opener or the home opener?
1: I'm talking about the season opener on the road at LA, and then, of course, at the home opener, we will
2: both be in the building. 100. Oh, 100. But yes, for sure, we'll...
1: A lot of clipcasts
2: coming up. Oh my gosh! Well, we've been we've been patiently waiting. We've been enjoying oh, our Memphis. summertime breaks.
1: It's our turn now. Memphis is the sixth team I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, Memphis. Memphis. Guarantee. Put them in there. So you got New Orleans. You like New Orleans? Maybe sneaking in there. I like Memphis. We're both kind of, oh, no, maybe you're not booting Phoenix from your top six. I'm not. I'm not ready to. I, I want them I to lose in on, the play-in, but I'm not ready to call it yet. I've put on my
2: boots, and I've kicked them out of my top six. They're gone. Oh, that's bold. But, that, hey, that's great. If they're not in the top six, then they you could bring forth my prediction that they lose in the play-in. <laughs> What would you rather me do, put on my size
1: 36 boots or put on my 36-inch heels and kick them out of the top 36 because they got beat by the 36ers of Australia, not even Australia's best, P.S.
2: I, I, no, they're the 36th best team in Australia. That's the way they do it. <laughs>
1: they almost won scoring 136 points. They were just a basket shy. They got 134. What they got a the great 36ers, but they
2: don't get numbers that well in Australia, so the best team is called the Oners, which is weird weird <laughs> but like you know oh God what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do we're gonna
1: win we're gonna continue to win ah it felt great to see Kawhi Leonard back it felt great to see John Wall in uniform again he would have had more assists had guys dropped their shots my favorite lineup like I said I'm gonna reiterate that had John Wall and Reggie Jackson both on the floor at the same time. And then, of course, Pepper and Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. It just so happened to be Nicholas Batum, who I love. But that really fifth guy could have been Roko easily. I just like seeing Wall, Reggie pg and Kawhi out there the fabulous four at the same time
2: wow i also team, i also man. liked watching guys take their energy and their anticipation and turn it into immediate buckets Kawhi leonard got a three early on it was the first points by the oh, clippers first, yeah, paul first george the game, yeah. with the three Rocco the as soon as he steps on the court he drained his first three so yep, yep. I, I felt it was like nine
1: to two at one point yeah yeah
2: oh 11 to two well, 11-2
1: was when PG went into Balmer's lap, and we didn't even talk about the fact that in the second half,
2: John Wall and Paul George eating popcorn watching yes, the game. Yes, it's courtside. so great. Handing out it's popcorn, great. just enjoying it. And we learned that the czar uh, doesn't like it with the butter and the salt because it gets all over his hands, and then it gets all over the microphone, and he doesn't like it.
1: I don't like when I eat popcorn there, Brian Sims and then it gets all over my necktie over here.
2: And then Brian said, please stop choking me. Oh,
1: and also, I don't like when I get popcorn butter on my choking fingers because I can't choke your chicken neck, brine seems. I'm the czar.
2: That sounds just like in a- New
1: Jersey fuck <laughs> face.
2: Oh, come on, man. We're at the end of I'll the- bleep it. All right, bleep, I'll bleep it. it. <laughs> just bleep it. We're right at the end of this thing. We're bringing the train home to the station. The kids don't want to hear it. The parents don't want their kids to hear it. We're just not like that. You
1: slap on a TV. these other. We're not like, MA, these, other, right we're not the like these
2: other podcasts swearing like sailors. Oh my gosh! Come on, so many f on all so the other Clipper F-bombs. podcasts. A lot of f bombs. I You know, I enjoy. I enjoy the swearing. I I just like that we gosh, keep ours I clean. Guess. I guess
1: it's well, a family show. It's a family show. <laughs> Unless apparently we impersonate Mike, Mike Fratello, the Czar. <laughs> All right, Hank. Well, I can't wait to get back on the mic with you next week for some more Clippers action. I can't wait to get back in the building with you, Clipper Nation. Holler at me at Chris Duh or at LA Clipcast if you're going to the game on Sunday. I'll try to come out and find you and give you a high five and a hug. Can't wait to get back in that building with you, absolute raucous, rowdy, as Reggie Jackson calls you, Clipper Nation faithful. I can't wait to get back in the building. It was sold out in Seattle. I don't know that it's going to be sold out on Sunday for preseason, but now that Kawhi
2: is back in the building, we're going to
1: have a hell of a lot of more sellouts this season, my friend.
2: Well, don't sell out. Don't you sell out. Stay true to yourself. Stay. Hey, if you don't mind, even if you do mind, yeah. why don't you please share our podcast, give us a review, Give us five stars. If you give us a review, we'll read it. I'll take a four star. I'll take a four four star star. review. We'll read it on the air and shout you out. If you have questions for us, hit us up on Twitter. We'll answer all your questions. We love to interact with the fans. We love doing this podcast, and we are so fired up for our 11th season of Clipcast kicking off. We're doing it, it's happening. Wow. Wow! 11th I don't think we've ever had a
1: two-star really. review. I'd love a two-star. Review.
2: No, you don't want a two-star. Don't. <laughs> don't Somebody understand. will do it to be funny. You don't understand how rating systems work.
1: <laughs> I don't understand how things work. <laughs> I got it's into hypothetical situations.
2: You got, a got in a hypothetical situation. You hurt your own feelings, and then you made yourself feel bad. And where were you in that whole time?
1: Way to not be there for you. I me. had
2: my face. <laughs> I had my face in my hands, and I was really questioning my life decisions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, questioning like old Aunt Pestioning. Oh, she's great.
0: <laughs> no, she's not. She's great. Rest she's in peace. Not real. Oh, how dare you? Rest she's in not, peace. Oh, she died. Aunt oh, Pestioning. Die.
2: Aunt Pest- Good old Aunt Pestioning.
1: All right, Hank. We got we got more Clipper action coming up. We've got a ba- oh, We got a bunch of days off to go back into the lab to tweak all the things that are tweakable. We got more training camp. Don't get too used to a lot of those guys. They're getting cut. We can only bring 15 with us. (laughs) Maybe 16 with this two-way nonsense that I truly don't understand. But, man, it was great to see the Clippers once again just curb stomp. Damian Lillard once again just gets absolutely brutalized by Paul George. Paul George just annihilates Damian Lillard. And it, once again, Paul George does it, so it was good to see him back. He's my Hank Dittman, player of the game. Congratulations, PG-13. And uh, Hank, do you mind just sounding that old triumphant, perfect in the preseason horn for me?
2: Bah, Hank's player of the game is my award. I wish you wouldn't give it out. It's not right now. Nah. You can give it out. Oh, I was
1: gonna just give you Hank Dittman's player of the game for that horn. That's the longest horn I've ever heard. Oh my gosh, you could to do so Hank much Dittman... better. Oh, I could
2: do so much better.
1: I just thought you'd get annoyed. No, I was very annoyed. I was very annoyed. <laughs>